I don't think America's ready for me to say this, but this is the year America turns on Sister Jean. <laughs> that, is, that is not what I thought. You were gonna, first of all, Mark, Sister Jean is a person. She's not a fuzzy mascot. I'm gonna be honest, Charlotte. I wanted to do a uh, something special for the intro. For uh, I, I always say, just welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. And I feel at this point, like if you listen to the show, you know you're listening to the people. And and we also introduce ourselves. And I feel also at this point that if you listen to the show, you know right, I mean? right, 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 you know um, what you're getting. So you you did the mailbag one, and you were what what? How did do you even remember doing this? That you were just like you were in like a state of ecstasy of some sort, and we're just like singing or something. When I went into and, my like old timey reporter announcer yeah, voice. That's what it was. Welcome yeah. to the People's Sports Podcast. Yeah, I am yeah, sure, yeah. yeah, I don't know where that came from, Mark, but I think and next time you I need had, to channel that. Well, I had an idea to like try to sing. I try try to say like <laughs> "Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast," but like to the tune of a song, and then you try to figure out what song I'm singing. But then it's way too early. Full disclosure: we're recording this very early. Uh, it is 7:30 a.m. Um, which is is super early for uh, on the west coast we don't work charlotte that's not how we, we just go to the beach um <laughs> yeah and, i know I've, I've i've been out there i've seen you in and action we, and we you go literally light, just go to the beach we just go to the beach and we maybe go on a light jog and that's the most <laughs> exertion and so this idea of mark, like waking mark, up mark, and mark, grinding mark. is killing yeah. me what are you don't, doing to me charlotte <laughs> first of all don't don't sell yourself short i've watched you drag a wagon full of tommy bahama beach chairs okay that's not nothing that takes some effort um dragging well, a wagon is I'm, the name of my only fans by the way um <laughs> there we go we're back uh so i could I, I was gonna sing to start the show it's too early maybe i'll save that for next week well actually we're not doing a show next week no because that's you the, have like quote a job that's more than just this one i don't know the the, the reason we're recording early today is my fault because yeah. i am for the first yep. time in a year and three months going to cover a live sporting event <laughs> Which I'm, I, I think I'm very nervous. Like, I don't really remember um, how to do this, but I'm going to do it and uh, have to be at Madison Square Garden at 1230. Uh, what are you most so, nervous about? Getting through security? Like, what? what is it? Tell the people. The, uh, they're, they're not... They're not uh, they don't have... They don't, they're, they're lucky enough to not have the hardest job in the world, which is covering sports, as we know. Um <laughs> So what? I actually forgot about security even. I have to get tested. I have to get COVID tested. Okay. And I'm not okay. allowed to take pictures of the testing area. I know that much. Um, oh. which so, was if a, they, so if they want to yeah. fudge the numbers, they can't. They, there's no evidence of... If I test positive, but they let me in anyway, there's no yeah, way. I'm right. not, no, I'm kidding. I don't have COVID. But um, I'm nervous that I feel like there is so much riding on this one, you know, like it's the first thing that I have gone to and reported on in, and it's not even like I can report on anything. I can't go into the locker room. The media availability is all over zoom, but like I'll be there in person. And my whole shtick is telling people what it's like to be places in person. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, uh, you know, coming back, but it's coming. I feel like I'm coming out of retirement, honestly, like from, from describing things. I'm like, I'm going to forget the words to how to describe. Maybe maybe it'll work in your favor that it's it's a weird environment and that because uh, I th- I think maybe you know you're stacking it up against what you were doing pre pandemic but I think now at this point just saying like guys I'm at, I'm in the arena uh, I can confirm there's basketball being played and maybe you that's went, enough because like people that. haven't yeah people haven't really 
They're like, wow, the great perspective, Charlotte. We have, we have not heard this perspective in a year. <laughs> I mean, hopefully. Sure. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But did you find that when you were at the Maui Invitational, people were just like psyched that you were somewhere? Yeah, we were psyched, but it, uh, be prepared for this. It is very, very bizarre. I, are, are they allowing fans in at no. all? No fans. Like yeah, limited media. I barely yeah, got yeah. in. Yeah, it, it was it was very, very bizarre because we the, the championship game of Maui, which was played in Asheville, North Carolina. Right, sorry, the, the Maui Invitational uh, in, in, Asheville. in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, the championship game was a buzzer beater. Texas hit a shot at the buzzer, That's right. beat North Carolina, and it was the weirdest thing ever because if under any other circumstances there's some sort of reaction even if it was all north carolina fans in the building you could hear like the air get sucked out and like they'd be like oh or if it's texas fans obviously they're going crazy or if right. it's just if, if it's literally anybody just neutral fans they're like wow what a shot you know and it was just dead silent and it was like oh this is bizarre i didn't <laughs> even was, think of that that was that was that was when it hit me because we were watching games the whole week and i was like i don't know it feels just like an aau environment i've been in enough basketball games in my life to where there's no right. fans um i we played in the big 10 so we played at northwestern all the time in penn state and there were no fans <laughs> um <laughs> so i was that used was funny, to mark that was yeah, actually yeah, funny and then, uh 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 yeah, I, that that was when it became like like weird. I guess it was like the last second shot, and I was like, "Oh, okay, so yeah, this is definitely not how this is supposed well, to." Well, I actually I, at this point I forgot that fans ever went to sports games, so yeah, I don't know. Right. It's gonna, I don't know what's going to feel weirder: the first that going to I this know, or the first I time know. I go to. As, it, our brains are all broken. Is I know. What it comes as, down as, to. As, as an aside, just like in general, I, I I'm ready to recondition my brain to like watch a movie and not be like, oh my god, are they they're not six feet? Or like, why why oh, did they have Matt? You know, like I'm. I know. Let's, let's be done with all that. Anyway, Charlotte's <laughs> going to the biggest tournament. So we simply do not have time. We don't. We have to get. We have to. We have to get. These I am very important this. today. <laughs> we, we we I would love to. I was actually. I wrote down in my notes. Would love to talk about Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers this week. <laughs> We simply do not have the time, Charlotte. Well, thank you for. I'm just glad that you at least you brought it up. The royal wedding. I have I have three pages of notes on the or the royal uh, interview with Oprah. Oh we my don't god. Have time. Okay, can you promise me something? <laughs> <laughs> just pro- I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. But we promise me that when you come back after um, you know your very busy week off that maybe we can talk about it just a we little. We can talk about it. I did watch it, and I did have thoughts. Because uh, you sold me on it that uh, it's them taking down the royal. Because I hate the royal family so much. So yeah. Like, yeah. So I did I did like it. But we simply do not have the time, Charlotte. Wait, but can we? What if we scrap <laughs> the show and talk about just that? <laughs> then we'll have the time. <laughs> okay, no, um, no, no. We have a great show. We're going to do um, our March Madness the way right. that Titus and Tate doesn't the, do March Madness. Because it's tough. You know, you have a college right. basketball podcast. So talking about college basketball ball for us has to be done differently unfortunately we're, we're this show yeah. is perfectly suited for nothing that is uh, actually about sports so if, if you find yourself saying i i wish i got more college basketball analysis out of this uh go listen to titus and tate and then you'll really find yourself saying i wish i got more college basketball analysis. <laughs> oh wait but, uh, also, wait, also uh, though i have to roast you for your you had a second photo shoot you did another yeah, photo no, shoot without me I, with I tate shaved- and I shaved the mustache, which is kind of disrespectful to you. That no, for no, our no. photo shoot, I think it's disrespectful you, to you Tate. Like, oh, <laughs> Honestly, also like in this situation, you know, Tate was there first, so I can't really yeah. be upset about it. But that the magazine cover, the fake magazine cover, was really, really something. That's not fake. And I'm we started a we started a publication. We were we were inspired by Oprah to start a magazine named after yourself that you put yourself on the cover every day, <laughs> every, <laughs> every month. But it only comes out in March. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every March, Titus and Tate Magazine. Uh, 
Yeah, so uh, we're, we're talking about college basketball, obviously. It's March. March Madness is uh, um, uh, happening. But at the same time, another thing about this March Madness preview that we're doing is that we don't have a bracket yet. <laughs> yeah, so Which it's is, really we are, not we are the even only, a preview. <laughs> we're the only people brave enough in sports media to do a March Madness preview with no bracket. Um, I like that. I like but, putting it that way because... It's okay. Everyone else is a coward, and we yeah. are the ones willing to stand here and say we know nothing, and we're right. going to admit that, and we're still going to give you an analysis. And, <laughs> and we're still going to talk about it like we do know everything. And so, everyone who uh, listened to the hockey podcast is like, oh, no, we know. Yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I uh, in, in talking about like trying to plan a show, our show, what we try to do here is different than everybody. Most of the time, that's for the worst, and most of the time, people are listening to our hockey show, and they're like, what the hell is this? Um <laughs> Sometimes we feel like you know that this is useful to people because mm-hmm. you, you, there's a lot of there are a lot of sports podcasts, Charlotte. There are a lot of them. And, what? Uh, <laughs> I thought we were the only one. If they're all hitting the same thing, then suddenly we're not different. So we were we're trying to think like, what is it about the show that like would we could talk about March Madness that wouldn't feel like it's Titus and Tate esque? And I th- I think the one thing about this show that's different from other college basketball shows I do is you, Charlotte. <laughs> you are not on other shows I do. <laughs> so with that in mind. I, I want you to drive this show because you tell me what you want from me. What is what do you want from March Madness? I represent college basketball as a whole today for for the whole sport. I will be the represent wow. representative. You are you represent the general Does public. Does college basketball know that? Yeah, no. <laughs> is someone re- going to tell him? You represent the general public mm-hmm. uh, who just kind of you show up in March. I know you're a diehard UVA fan. We went over this before, but. Uh, you show up in March and you're like, I, this is what I want out of March Madness. I need you guys to deliver this for me. And then I'll speak yes. on behalf of college basketball. And I'll be like, all right, we'll hear, hear like, you know what I mean? Okay, thank so you. Do- I love this because I am not, uh, I don't live and breathe college basketball the mm-hmm. way you do, except for I bleed orange and blue. But, um, you know, besides that. <laughs> I bleed, which you I, just Google, uh, or- like, I bleed could- orange and blue. That's right, yes. Orange. Honestly, <laughs> as you said that, I was looking at, I have that Patrick Ewing poster behind me and I was like, wait, is that just the Knicks or is that <laughs> UVA? <laughs> Um, no, but so here's what what I want is there are certain things that I absolutely love about March Madness and our lists today are going to be fun too because they're going to be sort of touching on um, the non-basketball moments we love the most. But before mm-hmm. that, I want to know, I want you to tell me which team you think is most likely to do the things that I need to have a great March Madness because okay. I really don't know the lay of the land that well this year. Um, I know that Gonzaga is undefeated. I do know that much. But aside from that, um, yeah, I was gonna, okay. That that's a good. Is that really it? I was. I guess that, that would be a good exercise. It's a good starting point. Like I did with hockey, where I was like, "Here are things I know," and the that's it. What, what, what do you know about this particular season? This particular that, season. This, yeah. pr- this particular season. I know that Villanova is first. Is the number one seed in the Big East tournament. Yep. yep. Um, I know that Georgetown is not great, um, mm-hmm. but that my buddy Patrick Ewing will be at Madison Square Garden um, mm-hmm. in a few hours, which I'm very excited about. Maybe I'll just bring the poster and show him. Um, I know that um, UVA has been good. I know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that uh, the Big Ten, you know, Michigan uh, broke your heart with Ohio State, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but that Ohio State is good. So, you know, I know I feel like I have somewhat 
a lay of the land. That's all right. All right. That's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny. If, if people that are diehard college basketball fans are listening to me, even just what you just said, and they're like, wrong, wrong. Like, because Virginia is good technically, but they're not like as good as they usually are. So. But they're still good. But they're still but good. they're still good. Same with Ohio State. We've now lost four in a row, but we're still technically good. But also it's like. But you were good. But we were good at one point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But do you know what uh, I mean? Like, I yeah. have an idea of who the right. players are, the top, the top teams right, that right. people are actually talking about this year. Right, right. Um, but what I want to know is um, for me to have a great March Madness, I need five things. And okay. I'm going to start with the first thing. I need I need one school that no one has ever heard of winning yep. in the first round. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, this happens, it seems, every year. That, like, I, uh, only, you, I only knew, I only heard about Lipscomb University in 2017 and Googled it and wrote a blog post called Where is Lipscomb University? And it was the highest trafficked thing on our site that day so you know it's things like i want things like that i i have a perfect school for you because uh yeah this is a phenomenon that happens in college basketball that uh and then you'll get the story the following year about how that school saw an uptick in applications yes like, exactly. like 500 percent more people applied to lipscomb that year right. or florida gulf coast is a great example they went when they went to the sweet 16 was that 2015 20 no that was way before that that was like 2012 Boy, I am yeah. getting old. Um, I know. Florida Gulf Coast, uh, uh, they they go to the Sweet 16. Andy Enfield was the coach. He's now the head coach at USC, by the way, Charlotte. Okay. Uh, so when that happened, Florida Gulf Coast, I remember just hearing, like, uh, no one knew where it was. George Mason's another one. George Mason, 2006, went to the Final Four, and it was a shocking deal. And they didn't go to the Final Four. Yeah, they did. They went to the Final Four. I feel it like that very, really very put early. George Mason on the that map. Because George I have Mason a bunch the, of friends yeah. who applied there after that. Because that, was, that, was, that would have been my junior year in high school. And then a bunch of people were like, oh, yeah. well, George Mason it is. And so I think it really can put schools on the map to a point where, like, you know, 15 years later, we're still like, oh, yeah, that's a school that I know because they were once good at March Madness. It's important to bring this up, though, because you, you, you can sometimes watch sports and ask yourself, what is the importance of any of this? Why are we doing this? What is, <laughs> and especially in the current climate of the world, where you're like, what? We're like, Welcome why, to my why existential is, nightmares yes. that I wake up from at 3 a.m. And I think these are important things to remind yourself, Charlotte, is that they do have real impacts on they the do. universities. They actually right. matter. So uh, with that in mind, I'll shut up with the monologue and I'll say <laughs> my answer is Winthrop. Have you heard of Winthrop University? Barely. Do you know? Okay. Winthrop is in South Carolina. Uh, they are 23 and one this year. Their wow. one loss, their one loss that they had was by... I think two points, and it was. Uh, clo- I think they lost to UNC Asheville, if I remember right. And they, it was. You mean UNC was, Maui? Yeah, it, UNC Maui. <laughs> and they, uh, it came down to the wire, and they kind of, they had a shot to send it to overtime. They kind of what I'm saying is like even the loss by two points, they kind of could have won. They just they let it slip away, and and they they were very very close to being undefeated as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, in spite of that, even though they play, they they almost went undefeated. They're probably not going to get a great seed because their schedule wasn't very good. They're okay. probably going to end up getting like a twelve seed, eleven seed somewhere in there, Ooh, which so is that a prime. Sets them up. It's a prime setup for like the small school because uh, here's another nugget that that you'll enjoy. Uh, twelve versus five upsets happen at a what's the word? It's too early. Uh, disproportionate. Unprecedented. <laughs> a disproportionate. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's the, the, word. the the twelve over five upset happened. I think it happens more than like an eleven over six, and the reason why is because 
uh, the 12 seeds, Charlotte, are mm-hmm. when they fill out the bracket. This is this is this is serious. I know this is going to sound like I'm joking, but uh, this is me getting into very serious mode. No, I love it. I love when it. They, when they fill out the bracket, the 12 seeds are traditionally the uh, the teams that the best teams that the only way they were getting in is if they won their conference tournaments. Oh, Whereas the okay. final, so what you traditionally get, the best 12 seeds are usually mm-hmm. teams like Winthrop that are like really good small schools, a lot of seniors or uh, uh, just just guys that have played together that have, um, you know, like this is, this is their time to shine and they've been winning a lot. They're used to winning. Uh, they just won their conference tournament, so they're kind of hot. Um, but, but they, you know, they didn't play a great schedule. So the only way in was to win their conference tournament. So they get a 12 seed. Whereas the five seeds are typically like your middle of the pack, like uh, power conference teams, like okay. your, your teams that like your Virginia Tech say, where it's like, they're right. good. They had, they had their moments this year, but they're, they've lost a handful of games. And like, I don't know the, who knows where their head's at going into the tournament. Who knows like which guys are trying to go to the NBA and are like, give me the hell out. And so they, so anyway, that, that's why that happens a lot. And that then meanwhile, is fascinating. I never knew that Mark. That makes a ton of sense. And then the six, the reason the six eleven doesn't happen quite as much is because the 11s then are the worst power. The, the 11s are the teams that get in the, the final bids into the tournament. Mm-hmm. So they are, they will be your teams that, uh, are typically like your teams that sucked all year and then just snuck in at the last second. Okay. And we're and we're and we're. Uh, does that make any sense? Yes, totally. So then they they aren't that good. So twelves are anyway. So twelve. Are five there any other is, examples yeah. of a twelve that's probably gonna like what you think would be a twelve this year that would be? Um, let me pull up. Let me pull up a bracket of of what they're thinking of like. Not to you ask know, you we, a we don't serious the, sports question. We don't have the bracket in front of us. So, oh yeah, the the 12s are playing guys this year, so they're going to be. I, I guess I was wrong. They, I guess maybe they they moved. They, they, when did they switch this? I, I'm I'm showing how little I pay attention to the bubble. I guess um, they uh, the the 12s are going to be playing teams. So uh, I'm thinking out loud. Uh, Drake is another good example. Small school. They they started undefeated. They're the Missouri Valley Conference. They they took a few lumps. I think one of their better players got hurt. Um, they they are in that's Iowa. That's another school that I forget exists. So yeah. that was a good that's also a good choice. They they were they were they were consi- they were undefeated for a very long time and then they lost and now they're not undefeated anymore. That's how that works. <laughs> Is that how uh, it works? They're probably they're probably gonna be a twelve seed, I think. I think they're gonna make it in. I could see them being eleven though, but somewhere in that range. I don't know. Th- okay. Those would be the two though. Okay, cool. I, I, Winthrop, Winthrop's the pick. So pick Winthrop in your in your pool. Unless they're playing let me look up who, who they're projecting as like five seeds. Oh yeah, like <laughs> Florida <laughs> State or USC. Oh yeah, like US. If Winthrop plays USC, I mean, it's it's over. <laughs> Is it? It's done. I mean, USC is good. They have Evan Mobley, who's going to be a top five pick, might be top three pick, but uh, it just feels right. It feels like karma for Andy Enfield, who's the yep. coach at USC now. After he was at, you know, right, he, right it's got to right. come back around to have the small school kick his ass now. So, um, anyway, I'm rooting for that. I hope that's my that pick. That... One okay. trip. Keep an okay. eye on Winthrop, or at least do your own research. Don't listen to me if you're if when it comes time to fill out your bracket, do your research on Winthrop America. That's my. I'm going to Google Winthrop and find out everything about uh-huh. them that's non basketball related, and tell you the next time we yeah. do a show together. There you go. Um, 
Another thing that I really want from March Madness is just an insanely high scoring game, a game yeah. that like, and obviously we don't have the bracket yet, but you know, if there are two team, any two teams that could face each other mm-hmm. realistically that you think would be one of those games where either nobody plays defense or like two of their stars light on fire on each team, something right. just like really, really incredibly just baskets everywhere, Mark. That's what I want. Well, one first of all, Winthrop I should mention uh, yeah. plays plays. Excuse me, very fast. So uh, I don't think their offense is awesome, mm-hmm. but they do play very fast, which makes okay. it fun because they'll run up and down and be crazy. Uh, Gonzaga is the obvious pick. Gonzaga, not just because they're the best team, but they also play extremely fast, like a, a fast tempo. Uh, they they have the best offense in the country. Um, mm-hmm. They score a ton. But the problem is, is they can sometimes, this isn't true, we just saw them uh, give up 53 points in the first half against BYU in the WCC title. That was last night, right? Yeah. They can I watched sometimes that. I just want get, you to know. They, wow, you did prepare mm-hmm. for the show. I sure did. They can sometimes let their foot off the gas defensively, but for the most part, they're too good defensively. Like, it's that's not what we want. So the team, <laughs> you're, you're going to think I'm joking. <laughs> The, the, the best team is honestly Ohio State. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> we we are so good on offense, and we suck so bad on defense. Oh, and perfect. So that's exactly yeah, what I that's want. That's exactly what you want. Yeah, it's going to be a fun game. Like the Michigan game that broke my heart, yeah. it was like the game of the year in college basketball because there's like no like everyone was hitting everything, and it looked like an NBA game. Fantastic. They're just hitting tough shot after tough shot. Um, Ohio State's a great pick. Uh, Gonzaga, I, like I, you should watch every Gonzaga game, honestly, in the tournament. Not you, just American. They're very good, and they're going to be fun. And, and 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 it's also like that's the team we're waiting to lo- see lose. So right. watch because you might see them lose, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa! I, I remember, <laughs> but they are they're undefeated, and like you should watch because the stakes are high. for that reason. Um, LSU's another good one. Their, their defense is horrendous. <laughs> I, I I don't know what they're, but but they can score and they play relatively quick they're probably going to be oh the i i'm looking yeah they're going to be like an eight or a nine seed so if they win their first game they might mm-hmm. like play like a gonzaga oh god if I lsu plays that. gonzaga that's going to be a hell of a game and gonzaga is going to win by 25 but it's going to be like 130 to 105 you know? that's exactly what i want i'm going to now fill out when the bracket does come out i'm going to look through it for any of these matchups that you've yeah. talked about and then fill my bracket up solely hoping for the outcomes that i want to see yeah. these games um, um I was a good one. Oh, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm just thinking. I, I, this is a good yeah. question because I have a lot of. I was a good one. I just ripped through. Uh, and Creighton. Creighton's another one. Watch Creighton. I'm, seeing, the, I'm watching them. Yeah, I was today. gonna say. I, I'm curious to see what your thoughts are on Creighton with the with the Big East tournament because they're well, they're a pretty crazy. fun team. You know, I might uh, Lou, your producer for Titus and Tate, uh, talk to me about maybe coming on the show tomorrow after I go to the Big East. So maybe yeah. I'll save this for oh, that. Wow. Um, this is news or, to me. <laughs> or I just won't do it at all because that's too much me. But um, the one thing that I will say is this is a an exactly year to the day of um, the last sports game played before everything shut down, which mm-hmm. was St. John's Creighton. Um, mm-hmm. And there's something either poetic or depressing or all of it about, you know, going back to the first thing that shut down. Um, but I, I'm excited to see how that is. And that's a total non sequitur right now, but I just hearing Creighton made me think Creighton, that I meant to say that yeah. at the top of the show. Uh, Cray- also tomorrow, the day this comes out Thursday is Rudy Gobert day when he touched. <laughs> all the- is that what we're calling it? I don't <laughs> yeah, think when he need- shut down the NBA. <laughs> uh, Creighton, one name to know, Mitch Ballack, Burn it into your brain, Charlotte. This okay. dude, because this dude's about to do something in front of you. 
and uh, you're going to you're going to text me when you're Sounds watching. Sounds like Mitch he's going to moon play. me or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he 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 just like he's just like a left-handed dude for the place for Creighton that will shoot from literally literally anywhere on his side of half court and will probably make like he he'll, he he's he's stupid. It's so stupid. Okay. It's right. It's he he is he's the closest thing college basketball has to Steph Curry in that regard and. Uh, I think you're going to like it. I okay. think you're going right. to like him. So anyway. This is, I'm really, I'm psyched. I'm jazzed. I can't yeah, wait for, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go watch some basketball, Mark. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think is a team most likely to put up a, an insane buzzer beater? Oh, that's a good question. Mm. That's a good question. Um, that would have to be, that has to be Oklahoma State. Why? Uh, Oklahoma State has, I swear to God, every time I turn them on, they they are playing in a close game. Like there's a okay. stat where, thir- I think thirteen. How many games did they played? Like twenty. They probably they probably played like twenty four, twenty five, and I think it's like thirteen of their twenty. Like half their games that they played this year have been five points or fewer. They've been Whoa, decided by really? five points or fewer. They come down to the wire. They have Cade Cunningham, who's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft. Um, and they it, it. I swear, you turn on a Oklahoma. If an Oklahoma State game starts at say noon. You can turn on your TV at 150, mm-hmm. and it, there's probably six minutes left, and it's a two-point game, and Kate Cunningham has the ball in his hand. Is like, all right, I guess I'm going to go win the game now. And <laughs> sometimes so it's worked out, and sometimes it hasn't, but uh, it's Was been insane. Was their schedule hard? Is that why? Oh, That's yeah. They played, they played in the Big 12, which is – some people think it's better than the Big 10 as the best conference. I mean, the Big 12 is very, very good. Baylor's in there. Kansas is in there. Right, right, right. West Virginia. Um and and but th- but they have been through all of that. I feel like Oklahoma State is is going to be unfazed in the tournament. Like it's gonna if there's a close game down the stretch, you're gonna be like, yeah, this is just like every other game we play in. Right. <laughs> and, this is what we and, do. Yeah. They they played like four or five overtime games this year. I think um, it's crazy, and they win a lot of them. I think they're ranked like twelfth or something in the AP. Like they're good. They're a very good team. Um, but they play in a lot of close games because they play in a tough conference. And then that's they have, so fun. That's kind of like how yeah. I live my life, you know, like constantly on the verge of forgetting my keys <laughs> or like doing something, but then like saving it at the last minute. And like, so I really, I'm, I respect that. I'm on, I'm on the edge of a breakdown. And uh, I just, constantly, just uh, constantly. And just I usually manage every, to pull, yeah. there's a buzzer beater where it's like, whoo, she's okay, <laughs> yeah, but it was touch and go. Um, all right, what team's mascot do you think is going to go way too hard this year? You know how there's always like yeah. that clip of a mascot who's doing too much and you're like the kid in there, it's, it, you know, he or she She's either a senior and just like leaving it all on the floor or a freshman who's too eager or someone who like likes a little too much being the mascot. And I you're, want to know what team you think that's going to be. Gonna, you're not going to like to hear me say this. I don't think I America's, say. I don't think America's ready to say this. Way. I don't think America's ready for me to say this, but this is the year America turns on Sister Jean. <laughs> That is, that is not what I thought you were going to First of all, Mark, Sister Jean is a person. She's not well, a fuzzy mascot. She's the, okay, okay, sure. Tell me, tell me what is Loyola Chicago's nickname and or mascot. Exactly. The, you the can't. Nuns? You can't. They went to the Final Four. You have no, yeah, idea. no idea. No clue. What is it? Because, Do you know what it is? Yeah, the Ramblers. And it's like a dog. You, I hear, I hear Rambler, and I think of like a Yeti coffee mug. You yeah, know, one of those exactly. insulated. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah, be like, that would be great branding. So That's a, worst Yeti, step a away coffee from mug that. with like arms <laughs> just dancing on the side. It's just like, uh, and the person inside's like way too so, hot. <laughs> I would argue Sister Jean has become the mascot of Loyola, and, and you uh, think this is the last year that she's beloved? Like, what's going to happen? Look, come on, Charlotte. Jesus, like, don't, what? Are, you, are you are you being morbid like that? Like, 
Oh, no, 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 no. I what I would no, I no. I don't mean I that. Meant, I mean it, No, I'm, I didn't mean that either. I meant is this the last year that people are going to love her before they hate her? Not is she Jesus, Mark. You're the one who said it. We're both <laughs> mad at each other about this. Um I think this is the so I think it's it's just the situation of too much of a good too much she's going to be overexposed. It's going to be like we had the story. I thought we already had this story. Yeah. The sequel's never as good. Uh, Loyola is very, very good. They have. I, I, are you aware of Ken Palm? We've talked about this before because you're yes. a UVA fan, and UVA fans love Ken Palm. It's the yes. the, the data, you know, all, all the data you'd ever want in college basketball. Um, I believe I'm going to go check right now. I've even looked at it. Yeah, I, 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 my suspicion was correct. Uh, Loyola has the number one defense in college basketball according to KenPalm.com. Um, wow. which is to say they have the most efficient defense per all these analytics. Nobody um, tell UVA. Yeah, exactly. They're not happy about it. Um, but with that, Loyola could make a run this year. They could do it. They're, they're good enough. They have Cameron Crutwig, a guy that people might remember if you, uh, he was on the final four team, the big guy left-handed. He like plays like, uh, I, I've, I've seen people call him the Jokic of Missouri Valley. Is what, <laughs> what <it> is. <laughs> yeah. My friend, uh, Seth Rosenthal tweeted once that, um, Jokic plays basketball. Like he's always wearing flip-flops. And I think I've said that before, but yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't hear his name without thinking of like, and when you say this guy plays like Jokic, I'm like, Oh, so he wears flip-flops. So like I see, yeah, yeah. So more um, but yeah, Loyola could conceivably, uh, I don't think they're going to make the final four there, but you know, we didn't think they were going to make the final four the year they did it. And so, uh, I think the sequel, the sister Jean sequel, people are going to be like, all right, we get it. Like, <laughs> all right. I mean, we, we got, we got it last time. I don't want to like, say it, but like, I'm kind of there. <laughs> Already, I'm sort of you like and Tate getting... should compare to Tate was there the first moment we because like, because like Tate, Tate got fired up about it and and I, I I joined in with him because uh no nobody knows anybody's name name one player that's on that was on the Loyola team that went to the Can't. final four name who's Loyola's coach no idea <laughs> exactly <laughs> and we were like this is insane like these guys are doing something that we ne- like they should be legends at, at their school. No. And everyone no wants to talk to Sister Jean, who, by the way, famously, when they were getting their ass kicked in the Final Four, left the game early. People don't talk about that. She gets oh wheeled out of the arena. I was in the building. I saw it happen. She's wheeled. I There's like five minutes. <laughs> I can't just... join in on saying that an, an, a 98-year-old nun should not have left the game early, but I see your point. Um, no, all right, moving. Uh, so, I, I think, so Sister yeah, Jean. I'd, okay. say, I'd say, but I also don't know all the teams that are going to be in. Uh, Bulldogs, are they, like, they going to let mascots in even? No, are I have gonna... the inside scoop on that, actually, but I'm going to wait till our list to... Okay. Uh, to get right. to this, I uh, right. I DM with a certain dog. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> so, um, do, okay. Here's the here's the last thing that I want out of a March Madness. Obviously, mm-hmm. this is kind of a boring one, but I think that I'm asking this for the people because I think the people might want to know who do you think has the best chance of being a real Cinderella story, like not just a 12 beating a five in the first yeah. round, but like making it either you know maybe making it to the final four. I okay. Um, I I have three. I have three candidates for you. Okay. Um, the of of varying levels of size of school. So I'll start with the smallest. Okay. Um, the the small school that has the best chance 
is Liberty, which I know uh, as as a university, <laughs> people aren't exactly f- fans of Liberty, right. but uh, whatever. Separate the art from the artist. <laughs> Separate the basketball team from the <laughs> from it's the a artist. Tough line in twenty twenty one, Mark. I'll put yeah. it that way. Uh, they they're on a twelve game winning streak. <laughs> Uh, they they have played a lot of they're going to be probably like a 13 seed I would say okay. um, they have played a lot of very high major programs they played Purdue they've played Missouri they've played South Carolina um, they played Mississippi State I think like they play they played they're w- w- when they face decent teams in the tournament they're not going to be like whoa we're not used to this which is kind of the fear with Winthrop Winthrop uh, I, I don't know. I'm I'm semi worried about their schedule about, wasn't great. Their schedule wasn't great. See, so like, look, you know, I'm listening. I'm paying yes. attention. So Winthrop comes up against a team that's like every everybody's three inches taller than them and faster than them, and they're like, ah, shit. What do we do? Uh, Liberty <laughs> Are has Winthrop been guys short. Are they short little? Teams? Well, I mean, that's, that's cute little guys. Cute little <laughs> short guys. <laughs> that's traditionally the uh, how how it works is the smaller guys are smaller. Um, well, <laughs> you said but, it. <laughs> uh, uh, Liberty Liberty is a good pick because uh, of that. Like they, they they have won a ton of games. They they are a very good team, and uh, uh, they've they've played some big boys. So, so Liberty's one answer. Uh, I want to throw <laughs> out played wi- some big boys. They played the big boys. Uh, I want to throw out Wichita State as an option. I think you'll like Wichita State. That's one story. of my favorite states. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I do. I really love Wichita State, and I think it's because I like their mascot. But now I can't remember what their mascot is. What's the their mascot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. Not that no, kind. Of shit. No, come on. Not please. the OnlyFans kind, but the um, <laughs> that isn't like a piece of wheat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I love yeah, that. I yeah. I live for Wichita State. I if it weren't UVA, it'd be Wichita. Wichita State, State was really popular with the uh, with the sixteen year old guys in my high school. They would wear the Wichita. The, the South Carolina was popular as well. The Gamecocks. Oh God. Uh, Moorhead State was a popular school. <laughs> we had a lot of fans in Indiana of which of, of the Shockers, the Gamecocks, and Moorhead State. I don't the, know why it was mid, weird. It never really made 2000s, sense. To me. The mid two thousands for for high school boys with like you know Will Ferrell movies just and Dane Cook just giving you. You know, the super permission to be the worst. And Kirk is just like, yeah. And you're just like, why are we? Why are we allowing this? Why are we doing this? Um, anyway, uh, anyway, okay, State. State, so Wichita State. Uh, you might remember their coach uh, was not the nicest guy in the world. Uh, resigned right before the season. Greg Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had they've had an interim coach for most of the season. They were picked to finish seventh in their conference. They end up winning the conference. The interim coach Isaac Brown uh, has never been a head coach in his entire life. Charlotte. He's fifty one years old. He gets the interim tag removed. He is now going to be their coach moving forward. It's a great story. Uh, the players love him. Um, so they 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 have taken lemons. They have turned it into lemonade at Wichita State, and they're a fun story. They they were not they've supposed to make the, wheat and turned it into turned bread. It into shockers, as I like to they, say, they've given that wheat to shocker. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I, I don't know, Wichita, but Wichita State is a team that I think people are familiar with. They made the Final Four. They've had a good program. Right. And, and I think when you see them in your bracket, you're going to say, oh, these guys again. And you're going to see an 11 seed, and you're going to roll your eyes. Uh, but they're different. It's like they, they, what they've been through. They have a new coach. Like they, well, the coach I, thing I, sounds like a Cinderella story already. Yeah, they, they had a ton of guys transfer out. They, they were supposed to be very, very bad, and they may, they're they going to make the tournament, and they're going to be like an 11, 12, probably an 11 seed. Um, and they're a team that everybody should root for. So I don't okay. know if they're good enough. to. They won their conference. They're in a conference with Houston, who is going to be a two seed, and they won the conference. So there's that. I knew uh, Houston was good, too. I did know that. Yeah. 
So just, uh, just tooting my own horn for a second. Okay, Wichita and State. And Keep and an and eye out. The, and one more. The, the big one, the Power Conference school, which are typically not the Cinderellas, but uh, I'm making an exception in this regard. Uh, Georgia Tech uh, out of the ACC. Mm-hmm. If you don't know who Josh Passner is, Charlotte, that is your homework. Also okay. do that. In the next two weeks, you're going to find out who Josh Passner is. He has been a content goldmine. He wears a face, uh, 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 the, the face shield. On the sideline. He's the only coach that wears it. He is the biggest like cornball in the Reed. world. Yeah. He's the biggest cornball in the world. Uh, he had a game. Maybe remember this moment. Uh, there was a game this year uh, in, in December, I want to say. They beat Nebraska, and he brings a COVID ball, pinata, into the locker room and passes it. it around. And all of his players start spiking it to say, like, we've beat COVID. So I don't know, like oh, suck at COVID my God. as a celebration. And there was candy inside the COVID ball. Oh no. You know what it was? They, after wins, they get in the, they get in the bus and they drive to the gas station to get candy, I guess. And he said, we can't do that because everything's closed. So I brought the candy to you and he had a COVID, a pinata of a COVID ball. This I have so many questions. So did someone make him a COVID yeah, shaped I think pinata? So. I think so. Or did he find that? Because I don't know which is more horrifying that they're just selling those or that he commissioned one. I I, I hope they sell. I hope I hope like he didn't take time. I hope like there wasn't some manager. He's like at making Tech a paper mache making, thing yeah, around yeah. a balloon in his bathroom, just like um, oh my god, wow. Okay, well he um. he, <laughs> he dances in, in in like the weirdest dad. Like he's he's got he's got these thick sideburns. He is he he no part of him looks like he should be a college basketball coach. No part of him acts like he should be a college basketball coach. Uh, his his best player just won ACC Player of the Year. They are the hottest team in the ACC. And uh, they're going to make the tournament, and I think it's a team that, like, uh, someone like you, Charlotte, would definitely. I might get love behind. him. You would love him. You would absolutely love him. I might him. not so agree I'd, with all of it, but yeah. I might love his general vibe. <laughs> just, you would love his general vibe. He, he did it. Okay. He did. He did a press conference uh, just recently where he he was cheering for Virginia because uh, if Virginia beat Louisville mm-hmm. uh, in the last game of the regular season, Georgia Tech would get like a double buy for the ACC tournament, which has already started. Um, so he was doing a press conference, and he 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 was he, the, the reason. I bring this up is he's he's in zoom and he's like i'm the biggest virginia fan in the world and he starts like raising the roof and he's like come on what do they say like wahoos here we go what and he just he's just the corniest guy in the world and he's raising the roof and he's dancing and he's like here we go virginia let's he's go he's like the jason sudeikis character of college a little basketball bit. he's a little ted lasso that's what i'm getting a little a little yeah. ted lasso and by jason yeah. sudeikis character i mean ted lasso, ted lasso. What's, what show is that 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 character's in? <laughs> it's it's the Jason Sudeikis show with that's Ted right. Lasso. Okay. That's right. That's right. I thought that's so. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, wow. Okay. So anyway, I feel like I'm actually, that was, a, that was a really good way to do sort of a primer on March Madness. That was, I'm really you, proud you of us. You feel ready? You, you went through it. So what are the take homes? Uh, Winthrop, keep an okay, eye wait, on. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. Winthrop as a, as a school no one's ever heard of or Drake winning in the first. I'm, yeah. do, I'm repeating this back to you. Um Gonzaga, well, maybe not Gonzaga, but Ohio State will probably have a very high-scoring mm-hmm. game. Um, a wild buzzer beater is going to be Oklahoma State yep. because they yep. have been doing that all season. Uh, Sister Jean. Mm, <laughs> Moving uh, on. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to skip that one. Um, a potential Cinderella story could be either Wichita State or Georgia Tech. Yeah, yep. And did I just do it? Was that correct? That's good. That's good. Yeah. Look up. Bare look up minimum Pat. of listening that I just I want did you that. to, the two names I want you to remember, uh, Mitch Ballack for the Big East Tournament, which you're going to yes. find out soon enough. You're going to, okay. you're going to, even if you don't remember, you're going to remember uh, <laughs> soon enough. 
And then Josh Pastner, you got to go. Okay. You got to do your Josh Pastner research. So when the tournament happens, you can be ready because you're, you're going to want to watch write Georgia about Tech. Him. Yeah, I'll yeah, just write about him. You'll write about him. You'll, you'll want to write about Josh Pastner. Okay. Hey guys, Charlotte Wilder here. I want to tell you about our brand new Fox Sports app and website, foxsports.com. It's reimagined for the modern sports fan. So go ahead, download the new app now. You don't even have to pause this episode to do it. Every day on the app and website, you'll see the top stories in sports, plus a rich world of written content, videos, social media, and analytics to give you a 360-degree view of the most important sports stories of the day. Streaming live TV has also never been so easy or elegant. Every Fox Sports game, including all pregame and postgame shows, are just one click away. For the extra invested fans, we also go deep with real-time wagering lines, trending prop bets, win probability, and key player projections. So what are you waiting for? Download the new Fox Sports app or visit www.foxsports.com. Speaking of mascots, uh, I, I wanted to quiz you on mascots just because I'm curious like how how ubiquitous some of these mascots are. And mm-hmm. I was trying to think uh, of the best way to go about it. But again, mm-hmm. we don't know who's going to be in the tournament. Not, And then I thought a good way to do it would be just t- to where it's not arbitrary would just be to go through the AP poll. Just would you be state. down to do that? I mean, a school. If I go yeah. through the AP poll, could you? Do you think you could get some of the mascots? I'm curious. I feel like how many I have been get. put on the mascot beat for enough of my career in sports, okay. right. for better or for worse. That so, let's try it. And if I suck at it, let's stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's that go. Is, this is like me is asking great... you the names of hockey teams. Ask me. Ask me. That's, a good, that's a good Twitter bio. <laughs> let's try, <laughs> let's like, try like, this. My motto. Let's try it. And if I, I actually suck, should. Let's, stop. let's try this. If I suck at it, let's stop. <laughs> let's stop. Uh, all right. So I'm. Th- this is just. This is this week's AP poll. I'm starting mm-hmm. at number one. We're going mm-hmm. down. We're gonna figure out where you're gonna bail. That maybe that's a fun game. Like where where do you hit the eject button? Where in the top twenty five can Charlotte make it shoot? all the way to the twenty? You don't have to get them all right, but it's just like where does it start to become overwhelming? Where you're like, all right, get me out of this. Um, Gonzaga is number one. Bulldogs. Yes. Uh, Baylor. Mm. Eject. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also Bulldogs. Close-ish. The, the alliteration is Baylor Bears. Bears. So maybe you're didn't thinking that. the beep a beep a beep a beep. Oh, I didn't know that. I, now beep, I see beep, their... Beep beep Go Baylor. Beep a beep a beep a beep. Okay. Illinois. Also Wheat. A we're, bird? We're, <laughs> <laughs> Illinois, uh, the fighting Illini. What is the there, hell is that? It's a like fight, a, Illini? It's, is that it's a, a kind of person, an Illinoisan? It's a, a native of Illinois. Like a so very their mascot much a is just a person. Do they have one of it, those it creepy be, felt faces as a mascot? Uh, it used to be Native American, and then um, it got mm. canceled, as mm. As Smart. as you do in yeah. these times, um, it's twenty twenty one, baby. The line I uh, Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Iowa. was going to say just like a big M, and then yeah, I was like, no, I know this one. Jim Harbaugh's khakis, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> milk. Um, <laughs> Iowa. Iowa's number five. I do know this. Is this a bird? It is. Yeah. Yeah, a flappy bird. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe the bird flap. One of the yes. one of the flappy guys. The bird has wings. Yes. Is it red? <laughs> Uh, we're getting we're getting colder. Uh, <laughs> not, is not it red. blue? That's that's you're thinking of Iowa State. I, I think am. Iowa State has like a bird mascot as well. Uh, it is black and gold. Blackhawks. 
Hawkeyes. You got Hawkeyes. the Hawk part. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hawkeyes. Do, we, do another one. Uh, Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> Crimson Tide. Crimson. <laughs> Alabama Roll well, I mean, like, Roll Tide. Roll Tide is not their mascot. It's, it's, like it's a wave. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it's a joke, Mark. Crimson oh. Tide. It's a wave. That was, just like Pavlov, I that was just a Pavlov's response. You're just like, you're Bam, and you're like, roll tide, roll tide. Uh, Houston, this one's going to be tough, I think, for you. Uh, mm, is it a person? Like a guy? It's a, it's a, it's a cat of some sort. Wild cat? It is a wild Bob cat, cat, but it's not a wild cat, if that makes sense. Uh, cougar. Cougars. Ugh. Houston That's Cougars, stupid. yeah. Um, Arkansas is number eight. Mm, the Hogs. Yeah, that's their. That's they're technically the Razorbacks, but they call themselves the Hogs. Yeah. So the, I'll allow that one. That one counts. Okay. Uh, Ohio State, please, Charlotte. Oh, the Buckeyes. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I heard it and I knew it was important that I get it right, and I panicked, yeah. and then I was like, "No, you know that." That was nice of you to not pretend, like to be like, "I don't know, I've never heard of them." <laughs> I panicked. It was like that was like a pure id response. I couldn't control my response to that one. Uh, number ten is West Virginia. Oh, the uh, the Mountaineers. Yeah, yeah, they got a great mascot. It's a lot. It's a real dude, and it's they, a they guy find- holding a pick. Yeah, they find the they find like the biggest dude on campus with a beard, and they're like, yeah. "You want to you want to hold like a fake gun and wear a coonskin cap?" And he's like, "Absolutely, I do." And he's like, "Can I bring a real one?" And they're like, "Absolutely not." Uh, Kansas is number eleven. Jayhawks. Yep. Uh, Oklahoma State, number twelve. Mm, I know this. Uh... They got a great mascot too. It's a it's a it's a person. Uh, he wears a massive head. He's, Does he have like, a cowboy it, hat on? Yeah, because he is a cowboy. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. He is. He's a cowboy. Uh, <laughs> cool. Good job, kids. <laughs> Sound it out. Uh, number. Th- <laughs> this show is the most humbling thing that I do it's every so week. Fun. I love it. I am. I-, I am humbled and brought to my knees. <laughs> <laughs> by my own lack of knowledge every week. Okay, go ahead, go one more. Uh, number thirteen, Texas. Ugh, this sucks. I don't know. You don't know Texas? The oh, the Longhorns. Yeah. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Sorry. You're just panicking. This is this is the other funny part. Is like you already like you you will admit you don't know as much as you feel like you should. But then it's it's exacerbated by the fact that you you very much crumble under pressure. <laughs> I crumble. I immediately. You should have seen me taking the SATs. Oh um, my god. All right, we, we we could stop. I guess. No, if give you me want. give me two more. Give me two more. Uh, Villanova. Wildcats. Wildcats. Florida State. Seminoles. Well, the next one's Virginia. You should know that. Oh, the Who's. Yeah, yeah. The, the, do you know what their Cindy Lou Who? Do you know what their actual Cavaliers. mascot? Okay, all right, all right. Uh, and then Creighton, Loyola, Chicago, San Diego. I think that's where it falls apart. Creighton. Can I do St. John? Yeah, it was, it was that's a red bird. A red. <laughs> <laughs> I know that much. That is a red. I, I think they're, ass they're, bird. they're they're actually called the Johnnies now because they used to be called the Red Men, and that was problematic that's for obvious not okay. reasons. Yeah. And so, but it's a bird. But then they kept the bird. Yeah, and yeah. 
<laughs> there you go. Uh, the, uh, the, shout out to all the schools that have mascots that make no sense for what their nickname is. Like, also, shout out to schools that don't that mascots who that aren't real things that they just like made something up and then had to find a yeah. physical manifestation of yeah. it. They had to yeah. make a costume for a right. shocker, and you're like, a shock, we don't. that's what I mean. Yeah, you like you, yeah, you don't or uh, uh, the what was the one I uh, Sienna? I, I figure I, I, this hit me the other day. Sienna, um, their their mascot is uh, their their nickname is the Saints. And their mascot, you would think, would be like, you know, like... Uh, uh, Sister uh, Jean. Sister Jean, or, or <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know, a priest or something. Right. Um, their, mascot <laughs> is a, their mascot is a St. Bernard, Charlotte. Oh, I love that, but Genius, also makes right? no sense. No sense whatsoever. Oh, Saint. But, yeah. oh St. Bernard. Those are such good dogs. <laughs> oh, I love it. I think I'm a Sienna fan now. But I, lo- I love uh, I love schools that do that. That like you have your nickname says you're thinking one thing with the mascot direction, mm-hmm. and then you turn on the TV. You're like, what the hell? Why does St. John's have a bird? That doesn't make any sense. You're like, don't yeah, ask I questions. Was- <laughs> it's college sports. <laughs> um, speaking of college sports uh, and mascots, let's do our top five mm-hmm. uh, non basketball basketball moments because I really am excited to tell you my number one. Okay. Yeah. So that that's the conceit here is uh, March Madness. Things that have to do with March Madness that have nothing to do with what happened on the court yeah. in the game itself. Um, it's stuff off the court, right? That's yeah. that's it. We, we set yeah. it up well. This enough. is a very fun list to put together. Yeah. All right. I'll let uh, you go first, as always, unless you want me to. I, no, it's I, your call. I, no. You like you going know, first? Okay. I'll, I'll uh, step into the spotlight okay. here. Um, my number five is technically not a March Madness one, but it's from 2020. And so it's there was no March Madness. So I think it's fair to do something from the... This was March 3rd, 2020, when okay. um, Snacks, you remember Snacks? Oh, yeah. Yep. Thomas Lee of um, Jackson State got mm-hmm. into the game in the final minutes. They were playing Arkansas Pine Bluff, also a school I totally knew existed. Um, and his team just kept feeding him the ball. Uh, he... He kept missing and then finally he sank this unbelievable three that like like a Steph Curry three yeah. um, and the team won and everyone was just so thrilled for him. He's a, a bigger dude and he started being called Snacks because he brought Skittles to the locker room so when he was good. a freshman starting as you know the, the manager um, and so everyone started calling him Snacks but he said that it was for the big guys everywhere and I just mm. loved that That's so That's what made it awesome too is like just, just the shot itself was like cool but then you find out that snacks is like actually awesome oh yeah and, snacks and say, rules snacks did not uh this was not a milkshake duck situation as they say on the internet yeah. where you like find out more about them and you're like oh no at, no at snacks least, stayed good to my understanding snacks became like cooler as i got to know more about yeah. the guy and yeah. uh yeah that counts as march madness it happened in march it's college okay, basketball great. march I just, madness you know, is the whole month the tournament. Yeah. it wasn't the yeah. tournament so i didn't yeah. know but but that's uh, that's All my out. number five uh, my number five is the 2012 national title game national anthem sung by the fray. Uh, oh my God, oh my it God. was I forgot about this. It was the most horrendous national anthem I've ever heard. It never gets mentioned as the worst national anthems of all time, and I have no idea why. Uh, the fray come out for those that don't remember. It's on YouTube. Go go look it up. Um, it, the fray come out and they decide like you know what we're not going to sing the national. We're going to play our own song. <laughs> And then we're just going to sing the words of the national anthem over top. And they, the, the guy has like a tambourine and also a drum. He's like hitting the tambourine with the drum. Another guy's like playing like the banjo. 
And also, no one liked the fray even in 2012. I, I, you know, the 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 chicks I went to high school with liked the fray, so I, you know, I know some of their songs, and I, you know, I maybe threw them on a mixtape here or there once, <laughs> you know, but you know, I wasn't afraid. Like I, I'm familiar with uh, the Grey's Anatomy theme song. I read the Wikipedia. You know. I read the Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, they're they're capable musicians, though. Though you know what I mean, like it's that, like yeah, whether I mean, you're into their music or not, not, play music. Like they know how to play a guitar, and but they it's not come good. out, Charlotte, and they're like, we're just not even going to come close to playing notes that you're familiar with with <laughs> the national anthem or the the melody of uh, that you know and love. We're going to play our own thing, and then the guy, the lead singer, to his credit, sang the words of the national anthem. <laughs> I mean, funny if he comes out, he's like, and now the national anthem. He's like, how, how to, to say. Like, what are we doing, Frank? Uh, but then the other the other thing that took it next level was that even in spite of playing the song that uh, they're they're already butchering it by not playing the right song. Right. Uh, they I know nothing about music. I have what, what's what's the tone deaf? I guess that's yeah. that's the yeah. I I am I I I don't understand music at all. I don't, don't understand tell music. Don't short judge. You know a lot about nineties country. <laughs> well, I know, but I don't know the art of me. I don't know like oh like, yeah no. I can't, I can't like, like I couldn't tune. be a I couldn't be an American Idol judge because I'd be like I don't know sound pretty good to me <laughs> I'd say that to everybody um, I go to karaoke karaoke bars and I'm like I don't know you you can you can sing pretty you know <laughs> and the reason I say that is because even I a guy who can't understand anything could tell that they were off key that, could tell that like bad. like they they were playing a bad like this this yeah something was very very wrong so anyway it, it was hilarious it was an absolute we train wreck we should tweet out the uh, the video of that because i think the people need to remember it's, i do remember that great... i remember just being like horrified what but also loving it <laughs> happening right now and, and, and the other thing that made it funny is kansas it was kansas kentucky so you have two of the most storied programs in all of college yes. basketball bill self john calipari anthony davis is playing in this game and like so it, it, the the stage was not that it ma- that matters as much but it's just like funny looking back like anthony davis's big moment right before it was how to say <laughs> So anyway, that's my number five. It's so good. It's so good. Um, My number four is uh, the John Wall dance um, Mm -hmm. from 2012. And I was not, yeah, I was not aware of this um, during the regular season because I wasn't super, was it 2012? 2010. It was 2010. Um, And I was not super aware of this, but then I remember it came to March Madness and I had to fill up my bracket and I was sort of asking people and they were like, well, you know, John Wall is pretty cool. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. And they were like, because he does this dance. And then they started doing the dance that he did where he moves his fists in and out. And I was like, oh, that's what people have been doing at parties all year long. This, like, it finally made sense to me. And that was such a moment of clarity. Um, and before I started, you know, working in sports, a moment of like, oh, there is a language here that I don't know that mm-hmm. I would know, I would get a lot more references if I paid if, more attention. Yeah, yeah. And I, then I, I started paying attention. I, I remember that. That was my senior year in college. John Wall. Uh, that was that was John Calipari's first year at Kentucky. So that that added to it, it was like John Calipari uh, goes to Kentucky and he gets this insane recruiting class. Which mm-hmm. you know, as as more time has passed, he's gotten I think some better recruiting classes than that. But like, it was groundbreaking at the time to just like have a guy who can sign the top two or three guys. And you're like, what the hell just happened? Right. Uh, so there was a ton of buzz around Kentucky. Obviously, that team was so good. And yeah, I, I think he came out for uh, uh, 
um, their big blue madness, like at the start of the year, that big event that they do, and that Drake yeah, shows up. Yeah, there's a video. There's a YouTube where yeah. he's like walking and out. He, that's that's when it started. And then like yeah. all year, like that was the thing. Was John yeah. like, yeah? Does he still do that? I don't think he does. I would think that he maybe think. shed that somewhere along yeah, the way, I but I would love him to bring it back. I love like sixty-four-year-old <laughs> John Wall at his Hall of Fame. <laughs> He like, better, up, that's everybody? what he needs to do. Yeah. If there were a time to bring it back, it would be that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number four on my list is uh, when Jim Nance gave his tie to Ryan Archie Diacono in 2016, and it like <laughs> exploded the internet, and everyone's like, "Wait, is this something that Jim Nance does?" And it became a huge story that no one will ever forget. And and I can't watch Jim Nance go college basketball and not think about it. And then come to find out, he's, he had been doing it for like 10 years. He'd been doing it for years. Years. And everyone was like, "Oh, the amateurism." Here's a kid. Yeah. And Jim Nance thinks that giving him his tie is like going to save the world. It's like, yeah. no, it, it, he probably well, doesn't it, think that. He if you don't just... know the story, Jim Nance, uh, who you, I assume most people know, uh, called, calls every national championship game. At the end of every game, he says that he finds a senior. I actually have the quote. It's, uh, but, but he finds a senior. He gives him his tie. And he did this in 2016 uh, on the winning team. It's like his MVP trophy. He's like, I'm going to take my tie off and hand it to you. <laughs> and everyone heard this and they were like, what? Why? What, why does this kid want your tie? What are you doing, Jim? I definitely um, roasted it because I I didn't yeah. know that he did that until then. Here's here's his quote: "It's a personal Final Four tradition. The tie symbolizes a lot to me. My father, who taught me how to tie a tie. It, I just felt years ago that I wanted to do something to honor a senior on the team that wins a title, to give them something to take home. I bring a new tie every year to the game." So he, he buys a new tie, wears it just for that game, and I find a player who I'm inspired by everything about them, what they do on the floor and what they've done in the in the classroom. And they said that was an easy one tonight because he was taught, someone asked him, they, they saw him hand it to Archie Jackano, and they're like, what the hell was that? Right, and then he like, said that's something. Yeah. And then he didn't do it in 2017. I don't know if he still does it because I think like the internet went crazy and he was like, all right, well, I guess I'll retire that, which <laughs> kind of sucks too because like it, was, it is like it is well-intentioned and it's sweet and it's a nice gesture. Yeah, it's just it's a, it's very a bizarre. It's a little weird, but like yeah. it's not – I don't think it's as condescending as maybe some people thought it was. I was like, what a weird, cool kind of you know thing to hang in your basement when you're 30. You definitely like, have to have some – Jim Nance's tie. There's there's definitely some level of ego behind it though of like oh, this yeah. kid's I mean, definitely not, gonna want my tie you know no, that that part of it is definitely but I think that it's funny enough to have that that it sort of outweighs it, it's so absurd to have Jim Nance's tie in your house that yeah. it's funny that it's worth how egocentric it is to do it in the first for, place for him for what it's worth all the guys that have gotten the ties have said they like Archie Diagno my understanding is like he displays it in his like final four like whatever is his trophy case at his house oh yeah he like has it and he's like yeah it's cool I got Jim Nance's tie you get tie. that framed I would frame yeah, that but <laughs> I have a Jim Nance quarter zip from the Vineyard Vines collection I framed that and Jim Nance didn't even give that to me it's hanging in my apartment I bought that for $241 it was a gift Todd I'm taking it with me <laughs> Um, okay, my number three is when, um, this is also 2016, I think, I'm pretty sure, when uh, Sean Miller sweat through his shirt, the Arizona oh, yeah. coach. Yep, yep. Um, and I like this because I, I'm not trying to make fun of the guy. Like, I'm not trying to be mean. I don't think that this is like a, you know, I'm not roasting him. I just think it's an absolutely amazing human feat that this man, 11 minutes in, was able to sweat through his entire shirt. And he gave a great explanation. He said... Um, 
He also said, it seemed like something that happened to me, like I was sick or I was a raving lunatic on the sideline that I sweated at a level that's never been seen before, Miller said. Yeah. But truth be told, I tried a new shirt that was positioned to me as being more breathable and they were right, which means less material. And then he didn't wear an undershirt under it. <laughs> and he just like he looks like he's in a wet T-shirt contest. Yeah. It, it is. It is one of the most incredible human feats, like physically that I've ever if he seen. He cannonballed into a pool and then walked out. He would have less moisture in his shirt than <laughs> what he yes. had. Yes. It was unbelievable. It's something that it's a gift that keeps on giving. It is it is a meme that will be used from now until the end of time. And espe- yep. it especially became funny as Sean Miller has got caught uh his program has been involved with like the FBI situation, we'll say. And um there's we'll, a note we'll of, just leave it right we'll just, there. We'll just leave it like that. And so uh it's it's a great picture to just say like we We've turned it into... Right, like, uh, the feds are coming, and then you switch your picture of him. (laughs) So many people use the joke, like, live look at Sean Miller about, like, anything bad that's happened to Arizona that, like, Tate and I have taken it, and we've beaten it into the ground to where it's, like, so unfunny that it's kind of funny again. That we'll just, like... Well, I'm glad I chose this one. uh, Yeah, yeah. We're we're intimately familiar with it. that you guys did that. Yeah. Live look. Whatever. No, no, no. I don't mean that's not... That's a good... That's a good... It's a good... It's It plays. No. Good place. Okay. Yeah, if it was corny, okay, I'd tell good. you it was corny. No, it's a good pick. It's a okay. good pick. Um, because it is. It is. It's like it's timeless. Like in thirty years, you could show that picture and people would be like, "Yeah, that's." People still be like, "Yeah, that's insane." That's, that's so funny. Yeah. That, yeah. that that'll go. If if there was a hall, if I could start my own college basketball hall of fame, I would put that picture in it. <laughs> I'll put it that way. So that's okay, a good great. pick. Okay. Good. Uh, my number three. You're gonna love this. This is uh, we're starting to get into the territory of like you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, and uh, okay. it's story time with Mark. Um, I'm psyched. So Billy Packer, do you know who that is? Yes. Okay. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're off to a great start. Uh, Billy Packer. Call, he was the color commentator for uh, Jim Nance is the head guy, as we know. Mm-hmm. Billy Packer from 1974 to 2008 was the lead analyst for CBS okay. uh, or for the final five. I think he was NBC originally. And then anyway, he called he, he was the guy. If you're watching the final four, Billy Packer was calling the game up until okay. 2008. 2008 was his last one. He did it for 34 straight years. He was an oddball. He was a he was a guy that. Um, I, I just his name in an older generation like my dad's like they grew they you know I grew up with Billy Packer but by 2008 he was out but my my dad like that era from 74 to you know like so he's got a lot of thought like that kind of generation they're like yeah Billy Packer how much time do you have but uh here here's the moment that I want to highlight is that Billy Packer going into his his final final four uh in San Antonio 2008 uh coincidentally the only final four that ever had four number one seeds mm. that was the that was the Mario Chalmers hits the shot to beat Memphis um mm-hmm. that was the anyway uh or to send it to overtime against Memphis anyway uh, uh uh USA Today writes an article about Billy Packer this might be his last final four I don't think they know it is yet but they're like they, they're seeing the writing on the wall and they profile Billy Packer and I will never forget this profile as long as I live because mm-hmm. th- th- there was this, there are these nuggets within this profile, <laughs> Charlotte. I'm going to read this is word for word. He'll tell you that Hillary Clinton's support among women is overrated. <laughs> this is in the oh article. There, there's like, oh, no. these are oh, things no. about. He'll tell you that Hillary Clinton's support among women is overrated. He randomly, and remember, this is 2008. He randomly approached 123 women recently without introducing himself to ask if they'd ever vote for her. 
None of them knew who I was or cared, Packer says. He was surprised only three women blew him off. You'd think they'd say it was none of my business, he says. Uh, FYI, only six say they vote for Clinton. So basically, the point of this story is that Billy Packer was walking up to women on the street and saying, would you vote for Hillary Clinton? In 2008, he pulled 123 women for no reason whatsoever. A college basketball commentator. Like, that's just like... <laughs> That's the definition of stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Yeah, like it gets he worse. So he merged. He 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 took an exit off a highway that wasn't even there. The, this is this is like his big going away pro. This is like a big like Billy Packer's an icon. Say goodbye oh, to Billy. They're writing this in the article. They continue in the next paragraph. His survey wasn't out of character. They're saying this is not out of character, and here's why. After the 1996 Atlanta Olympic bombing, he created the Richard Jewell Defense Foundation since he was sure that the police were focusing on the wrong suspect. <laughs> what the hell? How was this guy allowed to be on TV? It gets worse, Charlotte. Are you ready no. for this next sentence? Yes. He hired a psychic to find the murder <laughs> weapon in the O.J. Simpson case. <laughs> this is the man who was the voice of college basketball for 34 years. And they didn't tell us this until it was his last Final Four. <laughs> Are you kidding me? When he and then a it continues, psychic a psychic. He was find like, the murder he's like, we're weapon. gonna we're gonna find the we're gonna we're gonna solve this case. I'm I I Billy Packer am going to hire a psychic to find the the knife that that killed Nicole Brown Simpson. Does anyone Ron know Goldman. what happened in this? What what this guy's up to since? I I. Uh, that, that's the story you should write. You should I'm find gonna, out what I'm Billy gonna, Packer's up to. I'm going to track um, down Billy Packer because that is an insane. I did not know any of this. They also there's also a nugget that he plays. He lives when he lived by, uh, on a golf course. He played holes backwards. He would tee off <laughs> at the green and hit it towards the tee. I swear to God, this was all in the same article. So that's number three on my list. Was I thought that, I was that, the only one who did that. That USA Today article, 2008, when Billy Packer is about to call his last Final Four, and I'm that's reading that most- like, what the. F- that shit insane thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Uh, thank you for bringing that to my attention. That feels right. really important. Yeah. Um, okay, my number two. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like, I'm going to be thinking about that one, Prime. Yeah. It's going to take me a while to That's, process that. Yeah. Um, okay, my number two one is when the UNC band wore shirts that said the ceiling is the roof. Oh. <laughs> I was at that ACC tournament, and I the band sort of files in and starts playing, and I looked at their shirts, and I was like, Oh my God! Because Michael Jordan had said about said, UNC's football team, yeah. um, that you know, when it comes to this team, that the ceiling is the roof, and everyone was like, "What?" <laughs> like, that makes no sense. That's yeah. not even close. That's not even. It's not even like you got the saying wrong. Like that's just straight up not a saying. And then the band showed up wearing T-shirts, and I just thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. It's that's very simple. One. It's very simple. No, that's that's good. That, that that again, an iconic moment that I think uh, people will be saying the ceiling is the roof for a long time. And, really? and I know that because it's been a few years and it still hits. You know, because like most things but on the internet die like out in like two like weeks. People people don't yeah. say it all the time, so it hasn't like oversaturated. But right. it's still like right. a you know a wink. I like if it. you know, you know. Um, all right, this this is number two on my list is another uh, story I'll try to make as quick as possible. We simply do not have the time to <laughs> Charlotte has to get out of here. Uh, in twenty fourteen, Mitch McGarry was a guy, he was a, a sophomore on Michigan. Um he, he was on the twenty thirteen team that went to the national championship and lost. Uh he comes back, he's he's 
supposed to be one of their better players. I think some people thought he's a preseason All-American, whatever. Eight, eight or so games <laughs> into the... You're talking so fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Keep going. Uh, eight or so games into the season, McGarry hurts his back, and he's, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be out for the year. Now, Michigan ends up having a great team even without him. Um, they go on a decent NCAA tournament run uh, to the Elite Eight. And in the Sweet 16... Uh, Mitch McGarry, who's been out for the entire year, everyone thinks he's going to be out for the whole year. He's just rehabbing to come back for the next year. Uh, to galvanize the troops, Mitch McGarry decides, I'm going to dress for this game, for this Sweet 16 game. He's okay. not going to play. He's, 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 held, he's been doing rehab enough that he can like just warm up. And he, mm-hmm. wants to, he wants to sit on the bench in his uniform and cheer on the guys instead of street clothes <laughs> and sit at the end, right? So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a good gesture. Let's let Mitch McGarry dress. By dressing, Charlotte, he, he has to be added to the active roster Okay. By being added to the active roster, you have you are now eligible for a random drug test after the NCAA <gasps> tournament game. Oh my god! Oh my Simply god. by putting a uniform on with no intention of playing, he gets drug tested by the NCAA after the game. Pisses in the cup. Uh, tests positive for weed. Oh no! Because this it gets worse. This is why the story is like insane. Because this happened, like if if you test positive for weed in like a normal regular season game, like the governing body is like the University of Michigan or the Big Ten right, or whatever, right. they their their penalty is like you miss a game or two, maybe right. maybe so if it's if it's in house, they'll like just make you sprint, do sprints or something, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> because it's the NCAA, the NCAA's rule at the time was you are suspended for a full calendar year. <gasps> So he, he comes back. He doesn't even play. Had no intention of playing. Wasn't even healthy. Enough. Even if even if everyone fouled out and they looked at Mitch McGarry and they're like, "You get it." He's like, oh. my, I, "I can't play." My they God. still tested him. He gets suspended for a year. So he was going to come back to Michigan, but he was like, "Well, if I'm going to be suspended, screw it." Goes to the NBA, and then that following year in 2015, Michigan is not very good. And part of the reason they were not very good is they had no big man, and they needed oh Mitch McGarry God. badly. <gasps> It's one of the oh most bizarre God, that's stories. Awful. That's one of those things where it's like we the rules do not fit. Yeah. Like the rule like following rules is such a like sure it's by the book and it's what you're supposed to do, but every bone uh, in your body you want to just like scream at someone cuz you're like this makes such little sense. His career ended. I don't mean for this to be consi- this isn't my favorite. I know Michigan fans are going to think I'm, I love it cuz it's like Michigan right. suck at Michigan. Right, like, it, right, right. It's not my favorite cuz I don't I don't want to see bad things happen to people. Um it's my favorite just that how just like are you like it's just mind blowing? It's more roasting the NCAA. Yeah, than, it's like, like right. The, the the circumstances that led to this point are so insane. Um, and for what it's worth, Mitch McGarry swore that this was the first time he ever smoked weed. So if you want to believe him, <laughs> like I, I do remember that. I was like, I didn't he, I, he's, he's like, I went to one party and I smoked. Someone handed me something. I smoked it, and uh, I Good don't think Mitch. that was necessarily true. But I love. Yeah, I, well, you know. It adds to the story. If that's it true, that, that makes it even more insane. If that's so, true, uh, it's anyway. incredible. If it's not, that's, it's a great lie. <laughs> that's my number two, is, is Mitch McGarry getting boned by the system oh my uh, God. in 2014. Uh, that's amazing. All right, um, you're number one. <laughs> Mitch McGarry. All right, my number one is, uh, it's personal to me, and it was when I walked the Butler Bulldog, Butler Blue the Third. his name is Trip, through Madison, Madison Square Park um, three years ago before the Big East Tournament. <laughs> and it was hands down no joke mark like i was rereading this last night and i was like this is the greatest thing i've ever written like nothing what? else nothing i've written even comes close to being this good like this was this is art like this is the closest to art that i've ever gotten um what 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 you do just, you walk the dog 
Yeah. So somehow I, somehow I managed to walk the dog through like they were doing, I really, I can't even remember how it happened, but I met this dog on the corner of like on some street corner with his managers and his handlers. And, um, I took him for a walk. Um, as a thing that I did for my job. And then after the fact, you know, we followed each other on social media. Butler Blue will DM me sometimes. Their trip has since retired. There's now a fourth. Butler Blue the fourth is the current mascot. Um, and I just want to read you one thing, one thing that I wrote, uh, th- because this is the greatest paragraph I've ever written. And um, I'm sorry to gas myself up like this, but it's about a dog. So um, the Commodores wrote Brick House about this dog. This dog's bones are made of steel. This dog could bench 350 pounds with only his back right leg while smoking a cigarette. This dog invented CrossFit and then quit because it wasn't hard enough. This dog is what happens to normal dogs when they keep their New Year's resolutions. This dog is elite. This dog oh also has to poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, does, it won't ever That's get good. better than that. You're great. What a great mouthpiece you are for Butler Blue. I mean, my God, you, you meet the dog, you take him on one walk, and suddenly you're ready to, like... You're like, you I've should seen have, you should have I... met this dog. Like you would, you would get it if you'd met this. I tried to convey the feeling of like the majesty of this dog. I'll tweet the, I'll tweet the article out again because it's, it's, you know, I'm going to the Big East. I'll, I'll tweet it out when I say that I'm going because it's hands down just my finest work. So that's so good, and and it's a relationship that will continue. That that yes. you have Butler Blue sliding. We into spoke your yesterday. I asked him if he was going to sp- be there. He's not. They're not allowing mm. dogs this time. Got to protect him. Can't have dogs getting COVID. Damn. Damn. Um, yeah. I love it. Thanks. Uh, number one for me <laughs> yeah. is um, my no- number one on my list. It had to be this. It's uh, just one of the more absurd things that's ever happened mm-hmm. in, in March Madness history. Uh, in 1981, the morning of the national title game, John Hinckley Jr. <laughs> shoots the president of the United States, Ronald Reagan, in an attempt to impress Jody Foster. This being uh, your number, your number one. On again, it's not my. Fa- it's not my favorite that it happened. It's my no, it's favorite that wildest. it's absurd. It's just absolutely yeah. absurd. Yeah. Uh, the president is shot, and they don't know what's. They don't like. We don't know his condition per se. And there is a national championship game to be played in Philadelphia, and there's a meeting in a broom closet where Dean Smith and Bob Knight, Indiana. It was Indiana versus North Carolina. Are meeting mm-hmm. to discuss what do we do about this. And uh, the story goes that Dean Smith said, like, I don't think we should play. And Bob Knight was like, the hell with that, we're playing. Which I think mm-hmm. is kind of, I don't know if that's actually what happened, but it's just convenient because Dean Smith is like the nicest guy in the world and Bob Knight's an asshole. So I think people <laughs> right. just kind of assume that's what happened. Even uh, if it's they, not true, like, it's a great narrative. They end up playing the game. The game started 20 minutes before Ronald Reagan came out of surgery. So, oh, my God. Like, as the game's going on, the pr- they're still not entirely sure if the president's oh going to make it through. God. And I just want to – the reason this is number one, and especially it works well in these times we live in right now, is because uh, there's this understanding that, like, what has happened to America? Where, where have we arrived where, like, sports are more important than the pandemic, where uh, the capital is stormed and yet people just continue, like, life – they just go on. Like, And I just wanted to point out – this is not a new thing. <laughs> in 1981, the president was shot, and they were like, "Yeah, let's we we have fans in the stands. We like, should probably play the gotta game." Wrap up like, the tournament. We got contract. Like, what, what would we would we be able to make money from our TV ads if we don't play? Like, we should play the game, right? Like, <laughs> and they still played. So I just wanted to point that out to America that even 40 years ago, they were still like. 
the game must continue. <laughs> the country's always been broken, folks. <laughs> That's amazing. So there you well, go. Well, I hope everybody learned something. Um, I'll miss you next week, but um, yeah, I'm sorry. We're we're not doing this, but the, the, just go re-listen to this show. Or do the, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, yeah, we'll I have we'll it, plan. But, we'll have something fun. You didn't blow it. You're doing your job, but yeah. uh, I'm gonna go to uh, the Big East tournament now. Yeah, and, go watch the Big East um, tournament. Go go uh, watch Mitch Ballack. Go watch. I, Pat, I know you're excited to see Patrick Ewing. Villanova. Uh, you, you I, I want the UConn report because UConn. Everyone's picking UConn to win it. So. Uh, I'm not. I, I, I need your vibes on. Yeah, I'm well. not picking UConn. Who are you picking? Pick your winner right now. Of the Big East. Yeah. Villanova. <laughs> All right. I don't know. <laughs> I just saw that. I, I saw, saw that they, they were one good. Next, yeah, I saw that they were good. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna be right. So. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Okay. All right. Um, cool. That's it. That's the show. See you guys in two weeks. In two weeks. <laughs> Ohio State better still be in the tournament. I'll just say that if we're not, if we're out of the tournament, it's be the next time we're doing a show, if they're not. I'm done with this show. So I'm <laughs> okay, done. all right. We'll see you guys in two weeks. It'll <laughs> just be me guessing the names of mascots by myself. <laughs> <laughs>